Welcome to the Traders Improve podcast. My name is Rolf and I am the co-founder of TradeCity.com and also EdgeWonk.com. I've been trading myself for over 15 years and in this podcast I share my experiences being a trader and having worked with traders for over half a decade. Today I want to talk about what it means when we say in trading that we have to put the odds in our favor and how do we actually put the odds in our favor. Before we move on, I want to tackle the term odds and what do we mean when we talk about putting the odds in our favor. In trading specifically, we're referring to one thing is more likely to happen over another. For example, we may have a trading strategy that we have backtested and that is shown to make money over the last 50 trades or we have our own trading system and based on our historical trading history, we see that we made money over the last few months. So this is a trading system where if we follow the rules, the odds are in our favor. The probabilities of making money are higher than the probabilities of losing money. I tried communicating this concept a few times in the past and you may have heard me talk about this when it comes to trade selection and why you don't trade all the time. Because in my experience, being patient and waiting for everything to align is one of the most important skills that a professional trader has. In contrast, amateur traders always feel the need to trade and they constantly jump in and out of the market. This is what truly separates the amateur from the professional. So over the last weekend, I was reading the Unknown Market Wizards book and I was reading the interview with Jason Shapiro and I really liked his approach. And after that, I was looking for some podcasts with him and he had the perfect analogy that made it so easy to understand when it comes to putting the odds in our favor. He said, and I'm only paraphrasing here, that he sees himself as being in a casino and he has 10 other people sitting at different poker tables and all are waiting for the best cards to be dealt. And once the good cards come up, they will raise their hands and then he, Jason, will take over and continue to play. But most of the time, obviously, when the mediocre or the bad cards are being dealt, he will just not engage and he will not play. Only when the odds are in his favor, he will sit down and take over and consider playing. He only, of course, wants to play when he gets the good cards. Two kings, two aces, an ace and a king, and so on. But when the cards such as 3, 7, 4, 8 on something comes up, he's not interested, which makes obviously a lot of sense. And in the trading context, the different people at the different poker tables represent his trading instruments. Table 1 could be, for example, gold. Table 2 could be copper. Table 3 is the S&P 500, and so on. And most of the time, the market does what it does, but is uninteresting. He's waiting for very specific patterns or situations to occur that he has seen, that he has traded in the past, that he has statistics on, so that he knows the odds are in his favor, he knows the expectancy, he has seen it play out, he has played it out himself many times. However, in, in most situations, nothing is to be done because the market doesn't fit his criteria, right? We can also look at the different examples that I came up with and let's take a look, because I'm from Germany, let's take a look at soccer and a soccer player. Let's assume there's a striker and his abilities, his skills and his training is all aimed at being the best striker that he can be. Then it's game day and he's on the pitch. He will now wait for most of the time doing nothing or at least not be in contact with the ball most of the time until a specific situation comes up and his team is in the offense. He will try to put himself in a spot where he has a good chance of scoring and using his abilities. Then he will be passed the ball because now he has the highest odds of making a goal because of his skill set and his training. And his teammates know that when they are in offense, they won't give the ball to the defender 
because the odds of the defender scoring are much lower compared to the striker. But at the same time, the striker is also not going to do everything over 90 minutes. He knows that if he tries to do the job of the defender, the odds are against him because he hasn't trained for that. He hasn't been training defense. He would cause probably more damage to his team and he must let the defenders do their job because that's when they have the highest odds of being helpful to, to the team. So let's bring it back to trading and I hope those two analogies help you get an understanding of where we are going. So as a trader, you hopefully have a well-formulated trading strategy with rules and principles. I will come back to what this means in a moment. And those rules and principles have the purpose to signal a specific trading and chart situation where you can estimate that one thing is more likely to happen than another. For example, you may be a trend following trader and therefore you avoid ranging markets, you avoid times when the market moves back and forth with high volatility, you also avoid times when there's no action in the market. You may also specialize in trading new or relatively new trends and you avoid mature trends. Additionally, you may use indicators or price action criteria to find objective chart situations that would signal a trade entry. You have also hopefully thoroughly backtested those criteria so that you can verify that they have an edge and that they can make money in the markets long term. Now you know what to look for and you know that if you wait for all those stars to align, those trades will make you money long term. Not every single time, of course, not every trade would win, just like the striker won't score on every offense play. But you do it often enough and you will win eventually. However, most of the time, any given chart will not present you with all the criteria that you're looking for. Of course, right? That makes sense. It is just not possible to trade all the time when you're waiting for a very specific situation. And trading in any other situation other than the one that you have tested with your well-defined criteria is pure gambling. The odds are then not in your favor. You have no idea what will happen long term. You have no statistics on it. And when you make money while breaking your rules, then you just got lucky. And this is really bad for being a trader because it reinforces bad habits and it reinforces undisciplined trading. So when a defender scores once, does it mean that he should be a striker from now on forever? Of course not. It is important that you are aware of how trading works in this regard. You have your strategy and the strategy provides you with your edge. The job of a trader is then to sit on your hands and do nothing until your strategy tells you otherwise. This is in a nutshell what the job of a trader is and there's nothing more to it. And now I have some tips for you. First of all, audit your current trading strategy. Do you know what you're looking for? Do you have well-defined rules? Do you know what your strategy is trying to do? What market situations are you trying to capture? And here I don't mean only rules for your trade entry, but also rules for your stop loss placement. Where do you place your stop loss? How far is it? When do you exit trades prematurely? How do you place your targets? What is the reward to risk ratio parameter that you're going for? What is your position sizing rules? How do you manage your money and other things? Ideally, you will not find yourself in any situation in your trading where you don't know how to respond. And if you find yourself in such a situation where you just don't have a rule for whatever happens, then it is time to establish a rule. Whenever you find yourself in such a situation, write it down and then come up with a rule. The goal here is to create consistency in your trading behavior because consistency in your trading behavior eventually leads to consistency in your results. And even though the rules in the beginning, they may not be perfect, they will help you move into the right direction over time. The more consistent you are as a trader, the less noise you have in your trading and also in your trading results. 
Your trading results are then much easier to make sense of. You can look at your trades and you can check what is working well and what is not working well. Then you can adjust your rules and slowly improve your approach over time. The other traders who are all over the place, who are always jumping in and out of the markets, they will not be able to find any commonality in their journal and in their past trades other than that's all noise and then you have a very hard time becoming better as a trader. My second tip, audit your last 20 or 30 trades. The more the better for this exercise. And then you go through every trade and you check if the trade has followed the rules or not. It's as simple as going through every trade and asking did the trade follow the rules, yes or no. And what you will most likely see is if you are currently an inconsistent trader, is that most of the trades are outside of your trading rules. And this is okay, don't be too hard on yourself. It shows you that you have a lot of room for improvement, so don't be discouraged. I told you the story before and I was reviewing an Edgewonk trading journal of a trader who said that he was ready to quit trading for good and he has no hope. And after reviewing his trades, I found that although he was consistently losing money, if he had avoided all of the trades that were violating his trading strategy, and he only took the trades that followed his rules, he would have been a profitable trader. So this is a great revelation because it shows that at the core, your trading strategy and your rules will lead to making money. And I don't think that this trader is an exception. I have reviewed many trading journals and I've seen this pattern time and time again. And I think most traders will find the same findings once you do this exercise. And now the ball is in your court. Reserve a few hours today or on the next weekend and audit your trading strategy. Create rules where you don't have rules right now. And then also check your last 20, 30, 40 trades to see how often you deviate from your trading plan. What you can do is then write down how much money you would have made by only taking the trades that fit your trading rules. If you're already using the edgewonk.com trading journal, the journal will do it for you. You just search and filter for the specific trade criteria. And if you don't have Edgewonk, you can use the discount code TRADESOCIETY to get a special price. We at TRADESOCIETY developed the edgewonk.com trading journal. And so obviously I'm a little bit biased, but there's a reason why we developed Edgewonk and have improved it over time. Because in my experience, it's the most important tool that any trader can have when it comes to improving its edge and really getting to know your performance. So thank you for listening and thank you for your support for the podcast. I will be back shortly maybe next week, but no later than in the next two weeks. So you'll hear from me again on the Traders Improve podcast.